This is the High School Football America 2-Minute Drill Podcast for August the 15th, 2018. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America 2-Minute Drill is brought to you by the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Stop those pesky rubber pellets from field turf from getting into your shoes with a TDI Razor that also gives you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Well, today we're going to go back, uh, at least at the beginning here, to uh, how I met this young man that's going to be on the show. He's in the uh, Minnesota Vikings training camp right now, trying to make the 53-man roster. His name is Johnny Stanton. And I met Johnny back in 2012 when High School Football America moved to Los Angeles to do our show on AM570 Fox Sports Radio. And at that time, Johnny was uh, one of the top dual-threat quarterbacks in the nation for Santa Margarita in the ultra-tough Trinity League. Santa Margarita was ranked number one in the nation at that point in time, and uh, lots of big things were expected out of Johnny and his teammates. But then uh, early in the season, Johnny blew out his knee, and that ended his senior season. Now, he did go on to Nebraska after rehabbing that knee. He was there for two years, including a redshirt year, but he transferred uh, to Saddleback Junior College, where he led uh, Saddleback to a state championship game. And uh, after that, he was able to uh, move on to UN. LV, but another knee injury kind of derailed a lot of his time with the running Rebels. So with the curtain falling on his collegiate career, he had to start thinking about his pro day. So what he did was he decided to start training for several positions. Uh, first, quarterback. That made sense. Uh, always a tough physical runner at 6'3", about 250 pounds during his collegiate days. And going into his pro day, he decided to uh, train not only as a quarterback, but also as a linebacker, a tight end, and a long snapper. He got a call by uh, from the Minnesota Vikings to uh, try out, and he was able to make the uh, training camp roster. He played in his first preseason game this past weekend when the Vikings took on the Denver Broncos. And uh, the the surprising thing about all the training he did, (laughs) he actually trained for four positions, but the one that he's on the roster for right now is fullback, one he didn't train for. He learned that after uh, the Vikings told him that he had made the training camp roster. And now it's time to talk to Johnny about uh, the long and winding road. Thanks for joining us, Johnny. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, let's just, uh, you know, dive right into it. Um, you know, certainly uh, six years is a long period of time. But when you, when you sit back and you think about, you know, what you went through at Santa Margarita, the, the, the devastating knee injury, knee injury, the different schools, to know that you played in your first NFL game over the weekend as a fullback, do you kind of scratch your head sometimes and go, wow, this has been a little crazy? Yeah, you know, it's been, you know, I got to the Vikings in May, and uh, you know I I knew the, the you know the whole spring probably that if I was going to be able to make it to a camp, it wasn't going to be a quarterback. You know I knew my chances. Um, you know with my track record at UNLV, uh, I probably wasn't going to be able to play quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I'd been training to be a tight end um, a lot, and uh, I did my rookie minicamp with uh, with Minnesota uh, as a tight end. I was invited to try out for the team. Um, when the weekend was over, after I had signed, uh, found out several hours later that I was actually the fullback. So, you know, it was a whole lot of changes, um, but I, I kind of prepared myself for the position change over the spring with training and everything. So over the past couple months, um, I've definitely gotten used to it. It was, you know, I'd, <laughs> on Saturday night, I definitely wasn't used to, you know, being in an NFL stadium with an NFL game. Um, but once I got out there, it was, uh, you know, it just felt like football again. 
Yeah. What, um, what have you learned about yourself uh, going through the adversity, uh, you know, through the knee injury, through all the changes, the different schools, and, and now a different position, even though the one, it was more than the one you had signed up for in mm-hmm. the training camp? What have you learned about yourself? You know, just to be adaptable. Um, I think that's something that uh, it's a trait that a lot of coaches look for in a player, especially someone who is, uh, you know, right on the bubble, which, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to be, uh, I, I have to be able to prove myself in a lot of different areas to be able to become valuable to the team. And the best way to do that is to be able to be adaptable and be open to changes. Um, so that's, I think that's the biggest thing that I learned was that I'm able to be adaptable. I'm able to go through adversity and learn how to do something new to become valuable to the team. You're a very physical quarterback. So now, you know, a fullback's a physical type of guy. Tell me a little bit about the adjustment and, and what you've done to get yourself ready. You know, there's a lot of technique to uh, correct way of downhill blocking uh, that I had to learn. You know, I'm used to running between the tackles and, uh, and trying to get yards that way. Um, but I'm not used to trying to run into guys rather than avoiding guys. Um, and there's a lot of technique to it that I'm still learning. Um, but you also, not only do you have to think about it in a way where you're trying to get to your man and, and into him rather than away from him, you're also trying to think of yourself as a, as a runner and uh, find the hole for the running back. It's not always, you know, it's not always going to be the, the hole that you're hoping for. Uh, so think of yourself as a runner until you can't anymore and then you need to start blocking. Um, that's, that's something that I've had to get used to that I'm still learning. But absolutely, the technique um, is something that's very new. Uh, but like I said, you know, and like you said, I, I was a physical quarterback that was used to running between the tackles. Uh, so it wasn't completely foreign to me. Uh, so I, I, did, uh, I did get a little bit of experience in that. Yeah, you get to eat a little bit more, too. That's a probably a good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about the same. I'm, I'm, I'm right around the same weight that I was playing at quarterback around 250. Oh, okay. What's good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's um, go into it. You said it was so exciting to be in the in the NFL stadium on uh, on Saturday night, and of course, you had a, a former teammate there too in uh, River Craycraft. So, tell me a little bit about uh, what that was like. How much emotion? What what went through your mind knowing the journey was so darn long? It was great. Uh, you know, River has gone through just as much of a roller coaster as I have, if not more. Um, he got into the league last year coming off an ACL injury, um, was able to make it to the Broncos practice squad in the middle of the year once his, uh, once his knee had fully recovered. And, you know, he's, he's fighting for a spot with the Broncos too. And um, I got out there for, I think, my second kickoff. Um, I had I gotten a, a couple special teams plays in the second half, and I think it was either the first or second kickoff, and River was back there returning. Um, so I was really hoping it wasn't going to be a touchback that I'd have a chance to be able to go up against him. But unfortunately, we kicked it out of the end zone. Um, but we got to see each other after the game, take a picture together, and it was pretty special. That being uh, my first NFL preseason game, as well as his, and uh, that we got to we got to share that experience. One of the things I always like to ask players that are playing at the level you're playing at right now, because we have so many young kids, high school kids that listen to this show, is to get them to understand the the curve. You know, you guys played mm-hmm. in the Trinity League, one of the best. You know, uh, but but some of these guys out there in the small, I mean, the the jump is incredible. You know, from high school to college, it's big. Uh, can you put it in words how big that jump is from from high school to college? now to where you are right now the jump from high school to college was not what i was expecting uh it was extremely hard i think i think i was expecting it to be maybe easier and i think a lot of that had to do with uh 
coming out of coming back from an injury, I don't think I necessarily had um, you know my full capabilities after I'd come come back from my ACL surgery, getting into Nebraska. Um, you know, guys are really really fast in college. <laughs> um, and one of the things that Coach Palomalu, my running back coach right now, says that you know the college game is all about speed. Uh, you know, that's why Oregon was so dominant over several years, and you know, still is able to hold a lot of power. Is uh, that they they really hold you know they hold it down with with their speed. But once you get to the NFL, it's a lot more physicality, and I think that's you know the way that we played the game at Santa Margarita. We were we were we were out physicaling. You know, we were the more physical team in high school. When I got to college, uh, everything moved a lot faster, and it took a lot of time to be able to uh, adjust to that. As as hard as that is, it it doesn't compare to the to the jump between uh, college and the NFL. You know, maybe it wouldn't be so high if it was, you know, maybe an SEC school or something like that coming, coming from an SEC school, but it's still a huge jump. Um, and, uh, you know, the speed of the game, they always say is a lot faster, but it's not necessarily And college from high school to college, the jump in speed is the player speed, you know, the, um, the speed of the DBs, the speed of the receivers. When you get the speed, the speed of the NFL, it's more the mental game is, is, is what quickens up and learning, uh, about about the defense during the week so that you can play fast. Um, I'd say that's the biggest difference in, in between the college and NFL game. Yeah, and then uh, it's a business. That's the other big thing. Uh, you, Absolutely. You're on the 90-man roster. There's cuts. They go down to 53. Tell me a little bit about how you approach the business aspect. What are you going to try and accomplish over the next uh, week or so to make sure that you, uh, or a couple of weeks, to make sure that you're on that 53-man roster? I'm going to do whatever I can to make myself valuable to the squad. Um, I, but right now, really, all I'm focusing on is trying to get better, um, trying to become uh, the best the best player that I can be, the most viable to the team I can be by being on as many special teams as possible. Um, but I'm not even. I'm trying not to think about the cut just because I don't have I don't have any control over that. You know, mm-hmm. coach always says don't count the don't don't count the guys in front of you. Because it's not always about that, and, Co- and you know, Coach DeFilippo, our offensive coordinator, always says, um, you know, we're not you're not just fighting for the 53 man spot on this team. You're you're fighting for a 53 man spot on the 31 other teams as well. So I'm keeping that in mind, but I'm also not really, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it out of my mind um, a little bit as well, just to focus on getting better and uh, and having fun because this is. This is in the, this is the NFL. I have to be able to take advantage of it while I can. Yeah. No. Well, we really uh, wish you the best of luck. Uh, it's been a long six years, and I I, I hope and pray that uh, you get that uh, that dream and and make that fifty uh, three man roster. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you very much. Again, that's Johnny Stanton, former star quarterback, now trying to make it as a fullback with the Minnesota Vikings in the NFL. Hey, don't forget that my uh, book. High School Football in Texas, Amazing Football Stories from the Greatest Players of Texas, comes out in 19 days on September 4th. You can pre-order it now by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. All the links there for Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Spoke to over 30 past and present NFL players, nine of them in the Hall of Fame, some in the College Football Hall of Fame, some in both. It's a great book. It's all about high school football in the Lone Star State. We're not talking pro in college there. If you're a high school football fan, especially from Texas, this is a must-have. 
have book names in there like Earl Campbell, Eric Dickerson, Ladanian Tomlinson, old guys like uh, Raymond Berry. He's in his 80s. I can say he's 80. Uh, it's just a wonderful book. I think you're going to enjoy it. So uh, please go on to highschoolfootballamerica.com to uh, pre-order it so it goes out right away on September the 4th when it comes out. The two-minute drill is brought to you by the Debris Inhibitor Razor, and that's today's High School Football America two-minute drill podcast, giving you high school football news from around the nation. Listen on our website, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HSFB America for the latest news throughout the day. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at High School Football America. Thanks for listening to the High School Football America two-minute drill. I'm Jeff Fisher.